Welcome to Forged in the Fires podcast with Fireman Rob. Being a fireman, father, veteran, husband, world record holder, and Ironman, he brings stories of experience to impact your life while challenging you to live it. What do you want from your life? Why do you want it? Are you willing to go through the challenges to get there? If you have the courage to take that first step, let this podcast be the catalyst to start your fire while you bring the resilience to make it continue to burn. Our lives are made up of moments called right nows. So let's get started. Forged in the Fires podcast with your host, Fireman Rob, begins now. We got the same love, the same love. Stay by your side, it's right over. All right, welcome back to Forge in the Fires podcast. I'm your host, Fireman Rob. Today, if you're looking to be a superhuman father, well, I'm gonna. I've got the two guys here for you today. Um, they are amazing individuals, and we're gonna have a great conversation. And it's one of those that you want to turn up your turn up the volume on and really dive in and listen to what they're saying because it is genuine, it is authentic. And is it right from the heart? It's passionate. Kyle and Chris, thank you so much for joining me today. Honored and privileged, man. Thank you for having the platform and letting us get this message out. Love it. Love it. And and Chris, come on. Let's hear your voice, baby. <laughs> Chris, did, Chris drop, did Chris drop off? Did, did Chris have a panic attack? You know, I think. When he's on our Zoom calls, that guy's on fire. As a coach, he's one of the best in the world. But, you know, uh, out in the public eye, he might be a little shy. He, so, might, he might have dropped hey. off. I don't know. We'll we'll get him back, though, Kyle. We'll get him back. Maybe there was some <laughs> hyperventilating involved, and he just couldn't handle <laughs> the pressure. You there, Rob? Oh, finally, Chris, you're back. I mean, Kyle and I were thinking you are hyperventilating in a corner. Are you there? All right. <laughs> you know what? I, I was a little bit, but I jumped back on. I was doing some push-ups, actually, is what happened. Not Kyle got me hyped up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, this. This is going to no, be I, crazy. I appreciate you having us on, man. I know you uh, You had – hopefully everyone's healthy. I know a sickness went through I know, through my family. Yeah. I know it went through yours and Kyle's. And I'm glad to, to connect in a healthy state, it's- so – Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, you know, I want to I want to dive into each of you. Um, first, Kyle. Kyle, you know, you you originated. You started this this thing, Superhuman Father. But how did you start to become that person that you wanted to uh, start this movement? How did you start that for yourself? Because I was fucking it all up, man. <laughs> <That's why. laughs> I know, love that. It, I mean, the fire service doesn't do us any favors. Um, you know, uh, lack of sleep, um, and, and just that, that underlying just pressure that's always there and it never seems to go away. It doesn't matter if you're home or at work. There's just that thing that's like, Hey, there's some shit looming and you better step the fuck up. Right. (laughs) It's just right over your head. (laughs) It's just right there. And let me tell you something. So I've been on a leave of absence for about eight months because I've been building superhuman fathers. I was about two months out and I heard uh, a, an engine go by sirens blaring. And I got, I got some anxiety, bro. I was like, Oh my God. Really? 
Yeah, and, and I thought, you know what I thought in my head? I thought, man, thanks for what you guys do. I was like, oh, my God, that's what I hear in the fire, in, in, in the supermarket. And I think, yeah. well, that's stupid. Well, I mean, we just worked out today, and then we ran a few calls. Man, this, this job's not that hard or whatever. I'm telling right. you, you're under pressure, and you don't even know it. You don't that's even cool. know the pressure you're under. So that's going to affect you on, in a way that you have no idea, and it's affecting your relationship to your family. It's affecting your addictions. It's affecting your decisions. And it's, yeah. it's super important to be aware of the fact that there's a pressure cooker happening. And a lot of the things that are fucked up in your life are because of that pressure. Uh, exactly. I mean, it's so true. It's so true. Chris, you feel that in your life too, right? Oh, hundred percent. I mean, <clears throat> that's why I started following Kyle. And that's why if you tell the backstory behind that is how I found him. And I kept bugging him because I felt that same pressure. I was like, I got to do more. I got to do more. So I found Kyle, I bugged him and enough to where he can have me help and spread this message to over the, you know, 400 fathers that we help, but that's stagnant. Like there's yeah. gotta be more purpose and, and, and pleasure out there that we can serve in, in a different capacity. And I think, I think we found a good platform to spread that message. Oh, by far. And, and, and as a father, you know, you talk about it as a fireman and as a father, it's, you know, I'm a, I'm a stepfather and a father and it's, it's stressful. There's a lot of, a lot of things, you know, I always wanted to make that book for, uh, you know, the best way to be a dad and have it be a locked book. So nobody could open it before they they bought it yeah. and have it be like 30 bucks. And then inside the first page would be like, there's no fucking rules for this. <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean it's itself but uh, there isn't any rules right i mean kyle what did you what did you find that first person maybe that first person that you talked to about about this what what was their response and what was their first thing that they wanted to really dive into well this like this happened while i was at the fire service because i i love to talk about the things that are important in life. I, I don't talk about bullshit very much with anyone. And and if that conversation is about the weather and like uh, <laughs> the color of the carpet or whatever, like I'm fucking out. Like yeah. I, I have deep conversations and that's it. I want to be around deep people that are open and vulnerable and like, and so in the firehouse, I'd find these guys that, that wanted to be better and I wanted to be better. And we would talk about the real shit. Like, why am I so angry? And why can't I control myself at home? And why do I yell at my kids constantly? And why when I go home and I swear to God this time, this time I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be a good man. And I can't. What the fuck is that? Right? Right. That, that was the battle. That was the, that was what started superhuman fathers in the first place. It had nothing to do with the fitness side. It was me. I created an Instagram and I put it out to the world. Hey, this is what I'm struggling with. Anybody else? And then, you know, some people came and we built a little community. And uh, and then one thing I realized was like, man, one of the things that really, really makes men suffer is when we we let ourselves go, man. Yeah. Especially in the fire service, man. You let yourself no. go walk around all fat, out of shape, and now you got – you got chaos looming and you can't even get yourself to the gym. You've become so fucking soft and now the whole world depends on you to show the fuck up. Yeah. That's some anxiety right there. That's some anxiety. And, it, and it's deep seated. It's stuff that you don't, 
you know, a lot of firemen won't talk about it, but at the same time, they're just going to keep piling it on with food and alcohol and other things. Chris, what have you seen in your firehouse, like with the ones that, you know, that don't really uh, address what they need to address? I think they constantly lie to themselves, to be honest. I think they need to realize what their potential and standard is, like their personal standard and create that for themselves. You know, I think you're a product of your environment, right? So if you see the norm is I eat a shitty breakfast, I might work out and take a nap in the recliner, same (laughs) dinner. I'm going to sleep in because I'm on the 96. I don't need to get up. It's like you compound that over a week, a go around a month, a year. Like you look down, you're 30, 40 pounds overweight. It's like, well, no shit. What, what have you been doing? Like, what is your personal standard? So that's exactly what I try to live by. It's like my standard is I want to be aligned in my health, fitness, nutrition, my faith, my family. And I want to yep. surround myself with winners and people that, and that's what I did at my department. I, I intentionally seeked out the people that I want to emulate or be around that work harder than me that I'm trying to catch up to. I'm not better yeah. than anybody in my organization, but I want to go catch those people and then I want to pass them times 10. So that that's always been my goal. I love that. And now you say no excuses, right? But here, here's my question because this is a huge one in the fire service is like, you know, a lot of guys are dealing with mental issues that they don't deal with. Um, mm-hmm. And a, a lot of times it's, it's one of those things I've been in there. I've, you know, I've worked out and then I had my, I just had a knee replacement and, you know, the pain, uh, the physical pain outweighs the mental pain. And then you're struggling there. What is that dark hole? What does that uh, ladder look like uh, in that dark hole for you guys? I think it brings on vices. Like we talk about vices. It's like, oh, my knee hurts. I can't work out. Uh, So I'm going to self-sabotage and sue through food, alcohol, um, or whatever it's going to be moving it backward instead of facing the problem. Like, yeah, your knee right. hurts, but maybe you can you can find a substitute with something else. Maybe it's reading. Maybe it's personal development. Maybe it's something else. Like, and we we try we preach that in our program with the daily habits. We have our guys set up their morning for success, whether they're injured or healthy. And it's for us. That's we wake huge. up at a certain certain time. Kyle's a psycho. He gets up at two thirty in the morning. I get up at like. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. Do, alarms actually they, they can you can set it for two thirty, Kyle. You can it's so fucked up, bro. It's fucked up. Well, here's the thing. You guys are out. I ain't in the firehouse right now. You guys are getting your asses ran, and I'm trying to lead these men. So like, I gotta live a little fucked up. So I get my ass and I get right into that fucking cold shower right away. Cold as fuck immediately right when I get up. Because I know you guys are suffering out there, going on calls and shit, and I'm not on the engine or the truck right now. So yeah. fuck it, right? Yeah, I just looked at my phone. It doesn't have a 2.30 setting. <laughs> <laughs> when we talk about that, that morning routine, I mean, some of our guys, like Kyle's brother, another coach of ours, jumps in the ocean every day um, just to, oh, so he wants awesome. to suffer and be like us. A lot of our clients or guys or fathers jump in the cold shower right away. So we do something to intentionally suffer on purpose to make us uncomfortable. So when those moments of adversity hit, we're prepared, man. You can't hurt us. We've already been through the worst shit at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. You know, that's a huge part of it. And uh, with the resilience piece of, of putting yourself through something that's, that's painful. That's, that's, that's your doing 
for a purpose. What is what is the what is the meat of that, Kyle? What is how do you get somebody to do that who's never done that before? They've done it in circumstances where somebody else has put them into that that pressure cooker, but them putting themselves in that. How do you how do you start that conversation? Yeah, you got to go back to this hard shit that they've done in their lives and get to the conversation of like, hey, when was the time that you learned the most or leveled up the most in your life? And they'll always go back to like, man, fire academy or uh, this yeah. hard test I took or I, when I went through uh, <laughs> this military um, torture, you know, I really was proud. And it's like, okay, bro, how do you feel now about how you're doing now? And they're like, ah, I'm kind of milking it. Okay, so um, are you depressed? Usually, yeah. You have a lot of anxiety? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, the only way to manage that is to go back to the fucked up place you were when you were making progress. Because especially firemen, man, we don't want to be pussies. Like when we look in the mirror and we see a pussy, we're going to be miserable. We just are because we can't depend on ourselves. The whole world's depending on us and we can't even depend on ourselves. You got to get over that. You have to get to the point where you set your plan in place and you follow through and prove to yourself what you're capable of and your confidence will go back out the roof like it was when you were killing life. That's huge. That's huge. You just quit quit lying to yourself, right? Like yeah. tell yourself what you're going to do. And the biggest thing I've learned, we bring marriage into it, which is part of, the, of what we preach and teach as well. Like if you tell your wife you're going to do something, you better follow through and do it. How many times do you tell your wife, Hey, it's, it's Monday morning. I'm going to start my workout. I'm going to lose five pounds in a month. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And then you're on the couch on Wednesday drinking a beer. It's like <laughs> the, your level yeah, of yeah. goes down just a little bit. So you better start keeping your word, not only to your wife, but to your kids, to your coworkers, to your organization, everybody. Because if you're not, you're, you're really nothing without your word, right? Like you right. have to preach and practice all this stuff daily. And if I go back to that morning routine stuff is our guys will get up. We'll start there. They'll do their daily reading, their faith stuff, their gratitude list. We have five things we're going to do to accomplish today. We tell our guys, hey, do something for your wife, whether it's a text message, lay out some, a note, anything to push your marriage forward. Then go crush yourself and kill yourself in the gym, right? And then we're going <laughs> to repeat that. And we don't right. miss. I didn't miss for a year last year every single day at our busiest firehouse that runs 16, 17 calls a day, I would still get up. I would text Kyle at 3.34 in the morning. Here I am for a year straight. <laughs> it's like, wow, that, that compounded has just turned me into the most disciplined human that I take pride in. Um, and I continue to want to do that and you know, surround myself with people like Kyle, our community, yourself. And it's just, that's what we do. It creates that habitual state that you're in, living in. That you're not just uh, visiting. <laughs> you oh, have to look in the mirror at the end of the day and be like, how'd you fucking do it again? Yeah. You did it again, bro. I love you. Like looking at the guy in the mirror and be like, thank you so much for who yes. you are, for, for yourself, for your people, for the, for, for the people that you lead, for your family. And that shit's earned. You can't look in the mirror and be like, um, hey, uh, you, you know, I'm gonna, just going to accept you for who you are. I just love you even though you're such a pussy and you're all fucked up. Like, it doesn't work. We've tried it, especially firemen. Like, that does not work. You have to earn it. That's so true. It's so true. You know, I want people to make sure they go to superhumanfathers.com. That's where you can find out more. When, When you look at the transformations of individuals, 
<clears throat> what is the most proud part of the transformation for you, for you, Kyle? This is going to sound interesting, but it was just like on our Zoom call earlier. It's like, hey, uh, I've been having a hard time connecting with my daughter. And, yeah. and I, I saw in myself how I was communicating with her. And, and I went and apologized and I fixed it. Years, a decade of like yeah. ruining your relationship with your daughter and then coming to us and finally having a realization that actually brings your family back together. Or someone who finally realizes in their marriage that they are the problem. And then they have this moment where their wife tells them, hey, you've changed. And I'm proud of you. You know, those are what matter. You see our physical transformations. They're insane. They're they're world class, best in the world. No one else does what we do. But that's the least important part of what happens here. That's crazy. I love that answer. What about you, Chris? Mine. So, yeah, these guys come to me with about six to eight weeks left. They put in the work. Now it's time to really put put the pedal down and we tighten up their, their training and nutrition. But then they send me their testimonial after of what is going to go underneath their picture, what you see on Instagram. And I, every time I read them, I'm like, this has nothing to do with fitness and nutrition, you know? And our yeah. last guy would use Greg as an example. He's 57 or 56, six pack shredded. That's cool. But he literally saved his life. He was an alcoholic. He quit drinking. Um, he saved his relationship with his wife. He saved his relationship with his son. His son was on a zoom call while he's like preaching his story and you can just see the smile on his son's face. who hated his dad a couple of years ago, all yeah. because Greg can control what he puts in his mouth, his workouts, his daily routine. He kept his word that he's not going to drink and you compound these stories. Yet the one story is alcohol. The next may be a porn addiction. The next may be a divorce and you start compounding all these wins and it's just the most like humbling and, and gratifying thing that, that that I could be a part of, to be honest. That's un, that's unbelievable. I mean, that's it's so cool to see the transformations. But yeah. you know, most people, I mean, the, the humbleness of the I'm I'm just floored right now. Um, but the humbleness of not just the physical transformation, but the humbleness to say have these guys understand the the link between that mind and the body how how important is that mental component for every aspect of your life kyle so the body and the spirit are completely attached we can't separate those two and when and when we're neglecting one we're neglecting the other it's just the fact and you can come out of it out at it two ways or multiple ways because life has pillars you know we have our family that we is it's so important to us they're everything to us we have to take care of them we got to build our kingdom we we've got to make money you know that's important our business yeah. our skill set and then we have our our physical and then we have our spirituality as well so we've got all these pieces that we're working towards all of the Ways that we are successful in one will bleed over into the others. We have seen that, especially with the men that have our same attitude and connect with us, the physical is a great place to start because all we have to do is show up every day and do the same shit every day, regardless of how we feel. Well, guess what? In your marriage, if you're like, you want to fix your marriage? Ready? Here you go. You're welcome. 
Start <laughs> sending your wife every single day a text, a video, an email, some sort of note of how much you love and appreciate her every single day and do it for the rest of your life. It's a non-negotiable. You do it every morning. I got that idea from Garrett White at Wake Up Warrior. Um, that is life-changing. Do a, a weekly date night that you plan and it is non-negotiable and it is planned by you. And you do shit like when you go out to dinner, you call ahead. You have them put roses and candles on the table. You do shit that she wants to do, like take her dancing, like dancing lessons, some shit you would never do that she's been asking you to do forever, <laughs> right? Yes. Like, like that is intentional. You're going to have an intentional body because every day you wake up at the same time. You have a workout program that you follow to the T and you watch your nutrition. It's no different with your wife. You, you have it calendared, you have it set, and you follow through, right? It's the same right. idea. It's easy, it's simple, but nobody does it. And now we do the same thing in our spirituality, and we do the same thing in our business or our skill set. Now people are like, okay, I see how you can actually do it all now, because we can. If you, right. it, you, you create time, you compress time, and then you time block and calendar and have your non-negotiables, this is how you can have a life where you can do all of it at a very high level. That's so awesome. That's awesome. Superhumanfathers.com. You can find out more there. What is, what is the next, uh, uh, I guess, iteration of Chris look like? What, how do you continue to, um, cause a lot of people when they're, when they're working out or doing something like that, that habit, they always need to spice it up or, or, or change it up a little bit. What are your thoughts on that, Chris? If you're if you're spicing it up like your workout wise, you're saying, yeah, it's a, just just like you know, it's one thing to have a habit, but as we change throughout our life, is that yeah. is that something that's that's doable? Oh yeah, if your habits are, are becoming a daily like just routine and they're easy, or you're they're too, your standards are too low. So change your habits that make you uncomfortable. Repeat once they become comfortable, change them again that push you forward. And that's right. what we—that's what I try to do for myself. That's what I try to teach these guys. And how do you know they're they're working? That's the results, right? Physical right. results, mar- <laughs> marital results, financial results, whatever whatever they may be. Cool. I hit that benchmark. I'm gonna move on, right? Like for me, waking up early and working out—it's just that's what we do. So that's not even part of my morning routine, to be honest. Like that's <laughs> that it is that's an it interesting is. statement. I like it that. Is, it's it's not just, even part of the. I mean, like if you're not making it. Right. It's like, it's, it's, it's like stepping out of the bed. That's, yeah. that's normal. And you know, what's busy. crazy. Oh no, go ahead, Chris. I've, I've been throwing in a, uh, reading the book law of attraction right now and visualization is what I've been trying to really hone in. That makes me really uncomfortable because I suck at it. So for all you listeners, there, try that <laughs> five to 10 minutes of visualization of where you want to be and what you want your life to look like and really try to intentionally focus and do that and do it for a year straight. And then tell me how your shit manifests. And it becomes reality. Wow. That's crazy. Kyle, what were you going to say? Um, yeah, I was going to say, like, I remember, like, I started getting real consistent with the weights and nutrition, you know, like a decade ago. And I remember, like, at, after the morning workout and getting my nutrition together, I was like, man, I'm killing it today. Like, I felt <laughs> like, like I can take a nap now. Like, I won the day, you know? And, right. uh, and as the years go by, these, these, uh, what, what used to be hard become just standard activity and you get zero credit for it. Like, it's just, it's just what you do and who you are. And there's like, you think about not doing it and you're just like, yeah, that's not even 
that's not even a thought. It's not even possible. That's a huge. St- I love that statement because a lot of us will uh, work out, and it's like you know we just won the World Series or won the <laughs> World Championships. <laughs> and what you're saying, and it's so true, is that this needs to be just like going to the bathroom and peeing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's normal. Yeah. Yep. That's wow. Especially that's like especially in the job. Yeah, yeah. Especially in the job, bro. Like if yeah. you're not working out and you're a fireman, just please fucking do it or quit <laughs> right now. Are you serious? <laughs> Fuck out or start working out. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll tell uh, you, Rob. I, I run the PT side at our uh, at our organ our department, and uh, we have yeah. an academy going on right now. And I always try to preach that and the importance of the physical aspect of it. Because if you quit on day one, when I show up and we're doing just body weight only stuff, if you quit yeah. there and, and, and swim trunks on 70 degrees right by the beach where I work, like you're going to quit with 80 to 100 oh, pounds of gear on. on running up the stairs, right? You are 100% yeah. oh, you're going to quit. So if you oh, quit on 17 push-ups when life's a little tough, like what else are you quitting in? You know? You're also going to quit on your wife and your kids. Exactly. Yeah. You're also going to yeah. hit the bottle, yep. and you're not going to be able to stop because you can't suffer. Is that crazy? Yeah, the, all those things compound. And how this is always the the interesting thing. So I've been in since 2000 in the fire service, and you know what? I, I think all the old guys always say, "Oh my God, it's changed so much." But honestly, in the last, you know, obviously 15 years, it has changed dramatically. Have you guys seen that too? Um, yeah, man. Yeah, uh, for sure. It's, it's like, uh, it's softer. Um, and, uh, it's softer and easier. Uh, expectations are looser. Um, it's cruisy. I say the standards a little bit, but it also, if I could like devil's advocate and point the finger back on ourselves, you like, are the people that are saying that, are they really living to the standard that they used to? Or are they just riding with the times and now they're imposing a lower standard on somebody else? Like, be the fireman, you know what I mean? Like, teach those other guys and girls what this job looks like. Like, the hard work, right. the daily sacrifice, life outside the firehouse, imp- um, involvement in your organization, involvement in the community. Are you truly living to your organization's core values? For us, it's professionalism, service, integrity. And if you don't model this every day, you're going to get eaten alive. No one's going to respect you. When it comes time to take a, a promotional test or whatever you're going to do, they know. People know if you're living to those values. And right. now, flip that. What are your family core values? What are you teaching your kids, your wife? Like, you got to have a set of core values, and that comes with standards as well, too. I know it's, it seems repetitive, but it's just cyclical. It's just the boring shit consistently day after day. But it's and I, and I love it. I mean, <laughs> I love what you guys are saying because it's so it's so simple. But at the same time, we make it so complex because of our excuses. You know, oh. it, it, everything is like that, huh? What, yeah. One thing I wanted to bring up too about the fire service changing is like there are good things happening too. Um, oh yeah, because we we have this concept in Supreme Fathers of of the warrior monk, and. Uh, I bring this up because in the fire service, it's a lot of this too, because a lot of times there'd be a lot of, a lot of hard smashing of your brothers and eating our own. Um, but there wasn't a lot of love behind it. Right. You just feel like, right. man, all these guys fucking hate me. 
you know, if you weren't, it was just straight hate and judgment and, and bullying, you know, and shit, that stuff works really good, but it works really good. If you know, the guy who's actually serving it up to you loves you and, right. and, and, and will fucking die for you. Right. So there's that missing piece that uh, needs to be in place for like true leadership. Uh, they have to be leading by example and they have to be leading by love and sacrifice and that's, true. and that's the piece that sometimes in the past was missing. It was just hard smash. And then, uh, and then saying, Hey, I'm a made man. I've, I've been through probation. Now I don't have to do that shit anymore. That's bullshit. Yeah, no, that's so true. That's so true. It's, it's really comes back to leading by example. Yeah. And that's what you're, that's what you're teaching these people. Uh, the, the superhuman fathers to do is lead by example. And if you can't lead yourself, who the hell are you going to lead? Right. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Rob, pr- pr- pride and ego, man, is a big one too for, I mean, on Fridays we run the first responder zoom call and we get guys from depart like New York city firemen, LA city, all over the country, these guys. Right. And we yeah. all, the biggest, it took me a while to start cracking these guys. Like, well, what's really the problem, you know, like what's real, what's the underlying pain. And then these guys start becoming a little bit, you know, type a fireman, right? Like you don't want to <laughs> say yeah. what's actually wrong. Right. You don't want to talk oh, about by far. That's what we do. No, right? we don't No. But once you can actually break down to that, it's like, all right, fuck it. You know why I'm like this? Because I'm addicted to porn. This is a true story too. I'm addicted to porn. My wife has a VPN passcode that every time i click the sand she gets an alert and all this stuff like there's your root problem it's not you showing up an asshole to your kids it's because you can't control yourself as emotion with with this addiction and then you change next guy all right screw it i I drink every night every night before shift i drink and then the next guy right it's just all these problems so when you can cast these problems out we can come up with a solution come up with these non-negotiable items and then we hold you accountable to it and then you got over 400 other guys holding you accountable and you show up with no results. Like you're going to get Kyle probably yelling in your face. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants that. I've just met Kyle today, but I do not want that. <laughs> for, all, for all the firemen out there, like, please just come forward with what's really hurting you. Cause there's no pride and ego in it. Call us. We'll yeah. help you. Dude, come that. join us. We got, we, we've got so many first responders now in our first responder group and it's growing That's- massively. And yeah, unless unless you're afraid to cry in front of another man, then you better stay the fuck away from us. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, that, hey, that's the ultimate bitch is when you won't share your true emotions and you won't tell the truth in front right. of your brothers. Like, right. we, we are not afraid to suffer. And that is suffering. Like, that's scary for men. Yeah. Well, and it's the integrity we, of the group, too. That I think that's the, you know, it's always a trust factor. I think that we see a lot with uh, with the in the fire service is that trust factor. You know, you have to have trust with the people on your rig. You have to have trust with when you break down, um, and that's something that you guys have manifested. Uh, people trust you, right? That's it, dude. And and like here's the here's the thing. Like if you're in leadership, especially in the fire service, like you you have to be a fucking badass that people are like, shit, that guy's gnarly. He just shows up. He's so dependable. He works out every day. He's always doing the right thing. He's always training. And we feel loved and and, and by him and protected by him, right? Right. And, 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 then, and then the leader can be vulnerable. And then he can show the, the, his men that that's okay here. It's okay to share your true feelings and not have to 
walk around with your chest puffed out all the time. Like right. we can talk about how we're fucked up here. And it's, right. and yeah, 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 this is a, a, a term that people freak out about, but it's a safe place. Yeah. It is a fucking safe place here for you. Right. And, and we <laughs> act all tough like we don't need that. We fucking need that. Yeah, we do need that. And it, and it's, you know, a lot of, I think a lot of people have that bad connotation of safe it's place. A like it's a bunch of, yeah. Yeah. Like it's a bunch of fluffy couches and, you know, we're all, you know. Oh, just, yeah. No, we'll fuck no, you up in your safe that. place. No, it's, <laughs> right? no there, there's no padding <laughs> on the back here. We're going to get some truth. There's, no, hurt. there's no back to the seats. <laughs> there's no dogs to pet. It's all accountability, man. I mean, we, we make these guys fill out these accountability sheets that we have, and it breaks down into every area your career, your personal development, your marriage, and your fitness and nutrition. We have them rank themselves, score themselves, and you are going to hold you accountable to post this every Sunday or Monday. And then we have a Zoom call, and we say, hey, did you hit it? Did you text your wife? What was your score in your nutrition? And these are where the results come from. Because when you got all these other guys asking you, just accountability in the firehouse, right? If you don't do yeah. your monthly trainings, if you don't hit these certain checkbox, what happens? You get written up, right? You get a coaching yep. and counseling. You get a PIP. You get whatever. Same with here in life. But with life, you're going to lose your wife. You're going to lose your kids. You're going to get fat. You're going to do all this other crap. Drinking. Yep. If you don't hold yourself accountable. So – I, I try to break it down into two different accountability systems at work. How can I be the best professional I can within my organization? Have the ability to detach. And now how can I be the best husband and father I can while serving all these other guys? That's freaking huge. I love it. Guys, it, it's been an honor to have you on, but I always end the same way and I got two of you this time. This is going to be good. All right. So I got three questions for each of you. Are you guys ready? Yeah, bro. Send it. All right, Kyle, you're first. Uh, if you could go back to your 18-year-old self and give yourself one piece of advice, what would that be? Character and integrity is everything. Love that. What about you, Chris? Discipline my emotions. Ooh, that's a good one. That'd be, I could use that now. That'd be my <laughs> biggest one from 18, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the second one is, uh, Kyle, so if you could give people two habits to incorporate into their daily life and i love this because i'm i'm i might change this question because of you you two um what would those two habits be to continue to move forward um for fire i'm gonna tell firemen so have a wake-up time um that you get up no matter what because your your sleep's all fucked up when you get home because you you get you you're up all night and you sleep in and then you go home and then that night you can't sleep because you slept yes. too much and you're off. I'm telling you, like if you have your wake up time that you get up, even though you didn't sleep much that night, the night you get home, you're going to sleep like a rock and then you're going to be right back in the game. So like so smart. <laughs> that's my advice to deal with insomnia in the fire service is just get up at that time no matter what. Um, that. That's number one. There was a second piece of advice. Oh, habit. Second habit. <laughs> simple man get in that gym every fucking day every day like that. there's no excuse not to get some sort of exercise in if it's not in the gym fine but something something i love it chris what about you brother uh two habits one would be back to my favorite is daily discipline man your daily discipline habits every single day and you break those up into like i break it up into a task list one two three four five and it's not a to-do list they're big ticket items, you know. I mean, if you tie yeah. it into the fire service, it could be some sort of training SOP, some sort of who you're going to mentor, um, anything like that. So a five little item checklist, and you're going to stay disciplined to it. My second 
habit would that would be healthy nutrition for sure because if you can't control your mental you can't control your physical representation of your body or sorry your mind you're kind of out of control you know so once you can control yourself you have the ability to lead others um and so, those would be my two biggest so powerful all right this last one's gonna be fun uh, we'll go back and forth so uh each of you get to select three different individuals. They can be deceased or alive to have coffee at a firehouse table. So you know that no question is off the table and it can be anybody. Kyle, you get the first choice. Who is it going to be and why? So this is anyone ever at the ever, fire? Ever, ever, ever uh, deceased or alive. It, it doesn't matter who it is. Oh, dude, this it's probably kind of a lame answer, but, and I'm not even a, Dude, I'm not even a religious man, but I've been studying Jesus a little bit. I I, I just got to know, bro. I got to know. Yeah. <laughs> I got to know. I got a lot of questions for him, dude. I, I, got I a know. Lot of that's a, I was like, some other people have said that too, and I was like, man, that's gonna be a lot of coffee. <laughs> that's a lot of questions. What do you got? What do you got, Chris? Who's your first one? Oh man, I'd go just for the mentality side of it, and he left us too too early. Or too soon would be probably Kobe Bryant. I think his his, his oh, uh, yes. mindset and just his work ethic of getting up at three a.m. shooting free throws and just his story is oh man, it's crazy. And the, the more I study, yeah, him. It's like <laughs> man, I, talk about discipline. That motherfucker has some discipline. Oh yeah, oh by so, far, by far. All right, we got two. We got two. We got Jesus and uh, Kobe. Kyle, what's your next one? Oh, we got a, we got a second one. Oh, you got three, buddy. Oh, three. All right. Uh, uh, damn. Was uh, was Braveheart a real, real human? Yes, he was. <laughs> yeah, dude. Braveheart. Like we oh, we, we got to have a chat about that. That that. Damn. A lot of things, but also like that guy just let let him cut his guts out for the cause. Yeah, for the cause. Like talk about a man willing to die for for a purpose. You know. That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he can let you wear his loincloth. <laughs> I, just, I just have a visual of Kyle like his face painted, just yelling. Gotta film that ad, bro. I like that. I like that. Chris, who you got for your second? Oh man, my second would be pro- I've been reading a lot of the Daily Stoic, so probably Marcus Aurelius would be would be a great oh, person a to sit one. down and just yeah. listen, study, you know. There you go. All right, Chris, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the chance for the last third one, and then I'll go back to Kyle. What's your, who's your last one? Third one, just so I can sit there and laugh all day. I'd have to be Chris Farley, man. That guy is just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would just want him to like just tell oh, me a story, man. dude. <laughs> oh my god! So I think if you got Chris Farley and Marcus Aurelius and Kobe Bryant sitting there, man, that's a that's a long with Jesus and coffee. Braveheart. <laughs> with Jesus and Braveheart, and then Kyle, who's your last one? Well, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you right now, like my man, my man Wes Watson, who I get to have coffee with on occasion, um, dude, he's just there. You guy. go. He's been a blessing in my life, man. Uh, I love that guy, and uh, so that, I love it. That one will come through again. I love it. Hey guys, it's been an honor having you on, and make sure you go to superhumanfathers.com, find out more. Uh, thanks again for uh, just instilling all that wisdom today and uh, and being on the show, Kyle and Chris. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good pleasure, man. Thanks for all doing right. what you're doing. Thanks, brother. And thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. 
Thanks for listening and supporting the Forged in the Fires podcast with Fireman Rob. Remember, don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast and please share this episode with a friend or family. To find out more about Fireman Rob or reach out about a question, go to www.firemanrob.com. Until next time, live your life forged in the fires.